0: charge here. That's what the rules are. I know what the rules are. <laughs> the rules are, make sure your Pro Tools audio session recording equipment doesn't crash on you.
1: Oh my God. Now that's
0: not Pro Tools' fault, it's just, it is what it is. We love Pro Tools. Pro Tools yeah. is your industry standard in audio editing. But if you're wondering why this episode went up late, for those of you who noticed it went up late, yeah. we recorded this on Wednesday, the 13th. Yep. It was an hour and five minutes-ish.
1: Don't remind me. And then the,
0: the system <laughs> crashed, and we lost everything.
1: Everything. And
0: so today is now two days later. It's the Friday the 15th. So number one, it's Friday. We can't leave. Number two, Jamie's a little under the weather. I
1: apologize for my so voice. So
0: try to imagine everything you're hearing now two days earlier without the...
1: Uh, the sniffles. Sorry. Yeah,
0: the, the walker voice that Jamie has. <laughs> We're going to try to recreate the magic, um, which, you know, is not always possible. But we'll see.
1: And I did bring something in cool we could talk about yeah, that, we, I would, that I didn't have on Wednesday. That's
0: right. That's right. That that thing on, that, on your... That thing. Yeah. That, that, that thing right there. Yes. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right. So um, we got to go to Walker Starker Con, which was uh, amazing uh, last week. And we got to meet a lot of the members of the show. Yes. So I want to say a special thank you to Corey, um, who... Uh, who handled all the uh, media requests? Corey's
1: amazing. Corey's Thank amazing, you. and he smells really good too. He, you, you, you were, uh, yeah. I was sniffing him maybe you were like, oh, a little oh, bit, ooh. a little
0: bit. So Corey, <laughs> shout out to Corey, and everyone else on his team that listens to uh, our morning shows here in New York. Um, he arranged uh, for us to uh, to meet everyone, and he set up all the interviews. Now this is episode eighty-eight. You're going to hear three of the five interviews we did the day before Walker, Stark, or in episode eighty-nine. Yes. And then two more interviews on episode 90. So, episode 88, which may or may not be up by the time you hear this, will feature, does feature, is featuring Greg Nicotero. Mm-hmm. You should know who that is if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Cooper Andrews, who plays Jerry. And Scott Wilson, yes. who played Herschel.
1: Yeah.
0: Sweetest man on the planet. Herschel Green. Trust us, when you hear the interview you'll, and what we say about meeting him, you'll be like, oh, God,
1: You're going to melt.
0: Love him. <laughs> and then uh, episode 90, part two of the marathon, was Caitlin Nakon, who plays Enid, and a better not miss episode uh, interview with uh, Michael Carlitz.
1: Who plays Abraham Ford.
0: He did, yeah, until yes. he was killed. Spoiler. Yeah. We also got to meet Ron Perlman from Sons of Anarchy. Yes. <laughs> Love him. Perlmutations is one of my favorite uh, Twitter accounts to yes. follow. It's very political. If you don't agree with him politically, you may not enjoy it as much, but I like him. He was very nice. He's a great actor. Uh, he could have played Abraham.
1: He could have. A, a, a older scaled Abraham
0: and Walker StalkerCon, If we could just talk about it for a minute, there were so many lookalikes. There's that Abraham guy, and uh, but the there was an incredible. It looked like a mini Alexandria. It had it, the it,
1: tower and everything.
0: The tower, the gate. It's a. It's a. We took pictures. We put them up. By now, you may have seen them. Uh, it was uh, Cecil Grimes and
1: Richard Dixon.
0: Richard Dixon, who look just like Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln. And Daryl, unbelievable. Yeah. So check out uh, at walkers underscore talkers, and you'll see the pictures.
1: If you showed me the pictures that you took that, and I didn't know, I would have been like, oh, that's Andy and Norman.
0: Right. Unbelievable. Yes. They woke up one day and said, oh my God, we look like the stars of the Walking Dead. They
1: really tent. do.
0: <laughs> yeah. So a lot happened. We're going to recap the episode, the mid-season finale, uh, in in a few minutes. But I wanted to, we wanted to go over some news. A lot of news. I'm sure by now you've seen the episode. If you haven't seen Season eight, episode eight, the mid-season finale. Then you got to turn this off because we're going to talk about what happened. Okay. Yeah. Good. Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> Here's what happened. Um, Carl was bitten um, on the show. Very surprising, since in the comic books he's still younger and alive. Yeah. And so this this was a was a blindsiding to a lot of people. And so um, how, how did you how did you react to it? Um
1: I think as we had kind of figured out it may have been him. I was calmer than I thought I would have been, but I still cried. I mean, it was very upsetting, you know, cuz he's been a staple since the very beginning and it's going to be really a hard loss.
0: It's it's hard for Rick obviously uh, losing his son on the show, but also and we'll talk about this Andrew Lincoln, you know, kind of heartbroken by the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. You work with a guy for 7 years, So closely, and you know, you just lost Glenn, so we'll talk about his thoughts. So, there's a lot of stories going around because there's been rumors for a couple of seasons that Chandler Riggs, who plays Carl, wanted off the show. Yeah, he's graduating college or he's going off to college rather. Yeah, and he wants off the show. And and there was so every year there's a rumor he's gonna die in the finale, he's gonna die, die, die.
1: Yeah,
0: he's been tweeting, and uh, we talked about this a few uh, weeks ago. He retweeted all of his tweets for the past four years of him saying, and all the articles that have written about why he's going to (laughs) die. Well, he he apparently is going to die. Mm. Now, a lot of people have theories about what could have happened. So we'll talk about that and then I will dispel them because people, I want to hear what your theories are about whether or not he was bitten and how he could be saved. All right. The Hollywood Reporter uh, on their website had a great interview. It says, uh, Here's what they said You were recently accepted to college. Was it your decision to leave the Walking Dead? Which is everybody's thought. He says, uh, It was all story-related. It made sense story-wise for it to happen for Rick and Michonne and all of the other characters. That's a mature response. Yeah. Now, this is the shocking part to me. When did you find out? Uh, I was planning on going to college until I found out. I found out when I was doing rehearsals for episode six back in June. Episode six is where he gets bitten. When um, he and Sadiq, he, he rescues Sadiq in the woods, and they... See the three walkers eating the animal.
1: They go to free their souls.
0: Right, and then um, Carl says, let's do it for your mom. Yeah. Because Sadiq's mom believed in killing them, freeing their souls. Now, originally, my theory was that if Carl dies, or whoever dies, it's Daryl's fault. We learned that it's not Daryl's fault. Yeah. This was un-Alexandria attack related. And so I said, well, it's Sadiq's fault because... He was bitten when he was with Sadiq. But then I thought, wait a minute. It's Rick's fault because had Rick saved Sadiq at the gas station rather than shooting at him...
1: Carl wouldn't have gone off in the woods looking for him. Or to feed him. Yeah.
0: Right? But then... Then I had my Rosetum epiphany. Oh, no. It's Sadiq's mother's fault.
1: Oh, well... Yeah. and
0: it, <laughs> Yeah, because it's her theory. Yes. But I'll also tell you it's, it's, it's Carl's fault because... You can't be stupid. You can't live in a zombie apocalypse. That was you're stupid. Like, hey, let's go beat those three guys. It's not a video game. I
1: literally watched that scene and thought, you're you're smarter than that.
0: I was surprised. He's like, let's do it for your mom. Let's go three, kill three. And then, of course, once they, they start fighting the he walkers. He was
1: ambush. And I'm like, oh, I, I really thought. I, I'm like, I don't know how we walked away from that. Right. And there
0: yeah. it is. Uh Also in The Hollywood Reporter, uh, the question was, what was Scott's reasoning for killing Carl? Scott M. Gimple, your, your showrunner. He says, in the comics, Scott was trying to figure out why there was a hole between Rick's... Okay, I'm not going to read that. Um, There's a spoiler in the article for the comic books. So I'm going to paraphrase. There's a relationship and some issues that happened in the comics between Rick and Negan that Scott didn't feel made 100% sense. That it wouldn't have translated to the TV show, might not be believable... And so they're using Carl's death and it makes sense to me as someone who knows what happens in the comics because people have all kinds of theories. They think he's alive, it's bullshit, why'd they kill him and whatever. It it I understand where they're going. Okay. Carl was in the episode tro- telling his father, hey, you know what? We may not want to kill all these people. We have to live with them going forward. This is the, not the world we want. We kill everybody. And that's
1: when we knew it was him, Moral Compass. Moral
0: Compass. And 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 we'll break down the episode a little more and go into detail. But he even said to Negan, he said, this is the life you wanted. Huh. And so the rumor is that when we come back from the midseason break, as Carl is slowly dying, spoiler, um, he's going to try to impart wisdom and m- maybe help Rick come to a place where he doesn't think he needs to wipe out the saviors. Yeah that maybe some of them can live, like, like we, we'll talk about some of them, we think maybe have, they're redeemable. Yeah. And so that may make more sense with what went on in the comics if Carl is his motivation. So I believe they truly killed Carl off.
1: Well, Scott confirmed on Talking Dead. He said, well, it's going to end like every other bite. Right.
0: Which, which means r- death. Which means ultimate death. Now, does he kill himself? Does he, does he do something heroic? I well, don't know. He,
1: yeah, he also stressed too that He's still alive, which he is, and he still has an important, very important part to play.
0: Yeah, so now, we'll see that. One of the things I'm going to dispel here, I'm going to call bullshit on, is that he keeps giving interviews, Chandler, saying, "I'm glad I could go out as a hero and and delaying the attack on Alexandria and everything." Yes, you you were heroic, but only because you knew you were dying. Mm. You didn't. You didn't get shot protecting Alexandria. You protected Alexandria because you were stupid and got bitten. Sort of like Bob. Like, Bob got bitten and he kept it a secret Yeah. in the food pantry. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, Bob, by the way, Bob technically died from a bite also. Because I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter. It was like, nobody on the show is really, they, they kill them first, or Andrea shot herself, and they don't usually turn. Well,
1: Bob, Amy died. Right, Amy sister. died. Well, then he said,
0: I said Amy died, and they okay. said, well, she bled out. I said, but it was from a bite. Let's not... She got bit on the arm. But she didn't turn because of the bite. She turned because she bled out. Like, the thing ripped her neck and shoulder out, I think, if I remember correctly. Whatever the case, Carl's dying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll go over... We'll talk about some of the theories about he could be alive. But anyway, uh, the next question is, you're a big fan of the comics. How do you respond to Carl being killed off, uh, considering that that Carl's still alive in the comics? And he says, you know... um, I just bought a house deal with the show films. Oh. Yeah. Right. And that's because he was told he'd be around for three more years at least. That's a long time. So he wasn't thrilled about that, but he did say um, he found out at, com- at um, uh, he did talk to to Robert Kirkman about it at Comic-Con in San Diego and um, you know, he's he's disappointed that he's not going to be around for the Whispers storyline for the Whispers War. Yeah. And and Carl does a lot of things in the comics that they're now saying other characters are going to take his place. The same way we talked about how Michonne is basically living out Andrea's life now in the comics. Yeah. She's Rick's girlfriend. And then she Carol was the might s- have something with him. Right. <laughs> she yep. was the sniper who had the fight in the bell tower when and the, when they got a, uh, the fight was going on yep. with the, the scavenger. In the comics, Andrea fights with the savior. And she's the sniper. So, um... Carol is with Ezekiel in some capacity. Michonne was with Ezekiel, relationshipy. Yeah. Uh, in the so the storylines can be the same with different people. My theory is, little Henry, who's already wants to kick ass from the kingdom. Yep. I believe Rick will eventually take him under his wing, and he may be a kid that plays some of that role.
1: That makes total sense to me.
0: Now I don't know if, if what the relationship's going to be with because Negan and um, Carl have a really involved relationship in the comics. Yeah. As you saw up until The Bite, Negan was like, I'm going to make him my right-hand man. I love this kid. He's special. So someone has to play that role. Mm-hmm. Now, what? May, maybe it's Eugene. Maybe he becomes enamored with Eugene and Eugene stays with him to play the Carl role. Could be. Hmm. Uh, here's a, another question from the article. Uh, the old man Rick scene is now clearly not a flash forward to the time jump in the comics because Carl was in the flash forward. Um... So, he says, Carl, he says, it's possible it's a vision or another version of the future. That whole scene was taken almost directly out of inspiration from the time jump in the comics. It could be the future, it could be a vision or something else. Well, it can't be the future because you're dead. Yeah, true. Unless in that scene, because Carl was off to the side, right, maybe that's the future and he's imagining Carl always there looking over them.
1: That could be because he didn't really say anything.
0: Right, he may have been like, uh, like a dead Jedi.
1: Yeah, a dead Jedi.
0: Speaking of which, I've seen Star Wars. No spoilers. It was, it was great. Yeah, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, very good. In fact, today I'm wearing my Boba Fett shirt.
1: I saw that. And we got
0: to meet BB-8. BB-8 came in.
1: I saw that picture. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. It's by so the time cute. you
0: hear this, you probably can go on Insta yeah. and and see the BB-8 picture. Very excited. Oh, BB-8 That's was great. Very cool. Very good, good, good guy. <laughs> good guy, that BB-8. All right. Um. Oh. So uh, you're familiar with uh, spoiling spoiling the dead? Yes. It's a website that specializes in, in giving away the endings of The Walking Dead or any secrets or surprises. I don't frequent that. I don't frequent it either. I don't get it. I don't get why anyone would want to know. You either want to know for two, one of two ruin reasons. Don't for me. You want to know because you can't wait for the show. But part of enjoying the show is the surprises. Yeah. It's 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 the shock. It's the oh my god. Or you know it it's that it's the feeling in the moment. Yeah. I don't want to know. What's the point? It's like going to the end of the book and reading the end of the book first. Or you want to know so you can ruin it for your friends. Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's the wisdom I'm going to impart for you today. Hashtag don't be a dick. If, if people enjoy, like when people, uh, okay, Harry Potter, a major character died in, I don't know, the fourth or fifth book. Fifth sixth, fifth book, maybe fourth. And people were like, oh, blah, 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 died on page 345, whatever it was. Jerks. They, they were, yeah. Don't ruin it for people. If you're not a geek like we are, and like the shows we do, and, I, and geek in a positive way, if you're not a nerd like we are about Star Wars, and you're like, I don't get it, then don't get it.
1: Yeah. Ruin but, it for yourself, but not us. <laughs> if you're
0: into something, whatever you're into, you go do that. Anyway, spoiler, yeah. spoiling the dead didn't spoil the Carl bite. Here's why. They released a statement before the episode aired, and they said, we have our reasons for doing this, which we'll share after the episode. We know this is disappointing for thousands of people that depend on us, and we fully expect some backlash. We're ready to take the heat. So, um, here's what Chandler, this, Riggs, Chandler Riggs wrote them a note. Gave them full credit and said, I'm going to reach out to you directly. I've come to realize that, all, that you all probably figured out the big reveal at the end of 808, which is season 8, episode 8, yep. mid-season finale, also a synth, a synth drum machine. My 808s. <laughs> I get that you guys have been doing this since we started, but I have a request. Out of respect for me, for Carl, and for one of the... Now, here's... it. Okay, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to go back. Okay. Out of respect for me, for Carl, and for one of the last seasons of the show, I'm I'm urging you not to spoil the ending of 808 once your sources inform you of what happens. I poured my heart into a couple of episodes this season, and 808 is one of them. I'm so proud of my performance, and a lot of it rides off rides on a surprise ending. Of course, this is what you you all do, but the integrity of what happens is pretty crucial to my performance throughout the rest of the episode, and I'd really appreciate it if you all would hold back just this one time. Uh, this is the only time I'll request something like this. Well, yeah, of course, because you're dead. Um, so don't worry about me coming back later and doing the same thing. So I thought that was nice that they didn't spoil it. Yeah. But if you didn't want to ruin it for him... And he asked you, "Why? Why do you ruin it for everybody else?"
1: Probably because no one else took the initiative to write them.
0: Yeah, but what if Norman Reedus has a big spoiler and he says, "Hey, man, don't really did do they? did they just? Well, if, they better listen to Norman." Right. So, I, I find it interesting that they respected Chandler, maybe because he's eighteen, and they were like, "Okay, he's a kid. He's we don't. Kid, well, we're probably relatively young. We don't want to screw with him. That's fine." Yeah. Now, did you catch the line that that that's blowing up on on blogs and uh, on Which YouTube? I'll I'll read it again. Out of respect for me, for Carl, and for one of the last few seasons of the show.
1: Oh, yes.
0: What did he mean by that?
1: Uh, f- I, don't, I don't like that.
0: Well, I'm going to tie it into something his dad said. Okay. All right. His father posted on Facebook, which he has since taken down. Watching Gimple, M. Gimple, watching Gimple fire my son. And by the way, I, I went back and forth on Twitter. The father said, fire my son. But that, he didn't fire Carl. He wrote him out of the storyline. Yeah. He didn't be like, oh, you're a drunk. You, I can't work with you. You're fired. Yeah. He, he didn't really fire him. You're
1: impossible him. to work with. You're so, out of so, here. So,
0: yes, he's no longer going to be on the show. But he's not fired. He might be in a flashback yeah, next he didn't season. Like purposely like... He's not angry with him. He didn't really fire him. But anyway, the father wrote, watching Gimple fire my son two weeks before his 18th birthday after telling him they wanted him for the next three years was disappointing. I never trusted Gimple or AMC, Um, but Chandler did. I know how much it hurt him, but we do absolutely know how lucky we have been to be a part of it and appreciate all the love from fans all these years. So, Dad's pissed. But if you tell Carl you want him for the next three years, does that mean you're only guaranteeing the show three more seasons, which is 9, 10, and 11? Uh, Maybe. Because he said the show is going to go into the teens at least. 12, 13, 14, 15. Who said that? Uh, Gimple and Kirkman, they seem to believe that AMC's going to run it. Now, AMC owns the show, which means if it's a cash cow, they're going to run that thing into the ground season 30. So, people are like, did did he know something? Did they say, we want you for the final three seasons? Or did they say, we're going to keep you for three seasons and then we might kill you? No guarantees? Who knows?
1: Mm -hmm. But he said, the
0: show's final few seasons. So, misspoken or... Uh, he may have
1: just been generally speaking. Maybe he just said a few instead of... It means more than a couple.
0: So. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that, things to debate. Let us know what you think. Uh, Scott M. Gimple explains why Carl will die. He said it's a story decision, nothing more, taking responsibility for the decision. That's taking the heat off of uh, Chandler Riggs. Yeah. So, in case you think Chandler wanted out, they are going out of their way to cover it. Dad's covering it. Everyone's making sure you know this was not... We didn't have this in mind. Now, remember... They did this to Andrea. They told Andrea, you're going to be around seven seasons. She bought a house. They killed her. Don't buy a house.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. Don't, yeah, buy, don't buy a house. Don't be a moral compass of the show. Don't buy a house. And if you're the moral compass of the show, definitely don't buy a house. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're, you're doubly dead. Um, anyway, it's he says uh, it'll have a giant impact on the show, uh, on everybody, and how the second half of the season plays out. It's devastating for the characters, especially how we have come to realize how it happened. Uh, he says, now, in regards to the bite, he said, we didn't see the absolute bite, but we saw when it happened, and we even saw Carl's reaction to it after it happened in one of the episodes we've seen this season. And then on Talking Dead, he said, I thought you guys all knew.
1: He goes, I thought it was obvious.
0: Yeah, I thought everybody. Okay, like, what? I'm calling bullshit on that.
1: Yeah.
0: And by the way, love you guys for calling bullshit on things uh, in your tweets. I'm calling bullshit because if you thought we all knew, then it wouldn't have been a surprise, shocking scene. No. If you wanted us to know, then you would have shown the bite. Yeah. You didn't want us to see the bite. You wanted people to go, huh, I wonder? No. And then when it happened, then go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So don't act like you thought we knew. Yeah. Okay, here's when it happened. When Carl was fighting with the walkers and Sadiq, and Sadiq was off by himself fighting, and there was a walker on top of Carl, and then he looks and sees another walker walking towards them, to his right, there was a walker on the ground who rolls over and bites Carl on the stomach. Yeah. Now, he rolls over, and as he's going towards Scott's stomach, it cuts away to Sadiq. Yeah. And then Carl's acting a little weird. But then Carl says to him, you're my responsibility. I'm taking you under my wing kind of thing. You know, you saved me. I saved you. You know, whatever.
1: But he didn't scream. He didn't say, ow. Like, nothing.
0: Yeah. I, personally, I'm like, oh, motherfucker. No. It hurt. Now, right, it had to hurt. Now, look, your adrenaline might be going because the other guy is on top of you and you're trying yeah. to get away. Maybe for a second, but knowing that you're that you're, it's a death knell. Okay, so please. By the way, he says, um, uh, Chandler says we will see more of Chandler Riggs throughout the season. So the big episode with him is probably the whole episode with him dying. Yeah, and then there'll be flashbacks or voiceovers like Luke, it's me, Obi Wan. <laughs> It'll probably be like Dad, it's Carl. Don't open that door little flashbacks. Like there or were some Lori
1: flashbacks. Little words of wisdom.
0: Right. He says when Scott Kimble told him during, now keep in mind, he told him during the rehearsals for episode six, which is the episode he got bitten. Yeah. Like, oh, you're rehearsing. You know that fight scene? Yeah, you're going to get bitten. <laughs> now, it's possible. Now, they told him before they filmed six, but it's possible they didn't want the rest of the cast to know he got bitten. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't actually film a bite. Could be. Maybe they didn't want the crew to know. Wow. Like, maybe the, the other walker rolled over onto him and didn't actually bite him so that nobody on in the cast and crew knew there was a bite. Then they could edit it and then say, yeah, that was the scene. Hmm. Hmm. Andrew Lincoln opens up about uh, losing Chandler. He said this was the hardest. Losing Steven was... Uh, You know, the thought of the journey without Steven in the cast was unbearable. But this, I didn't see it coming. He said, based on Scott Gimple's approach to telling people how they're getting be killed on the show, when he called me, I thought it was my time to go. I had no idea. Scott called me up and said, you're going to hate this one. I just want to forewarn you. Even then, I was waiting for him to say, this is a really cool way of telling me that I'm off the show. Like, he was thinking Scott's going to go, listen, you know... He said, that's what I thought it was. Then he says, it's the kid. I couldn't even say no. I was silent for a minute. He said twice, are you still there? Oh. I was speechless. I didn't see it coming. Wow. So Andrew Lincoln blindsided that, his, that Carl's going to get killed. Man. And then they go on to say how uh, other people will take the storylines. Now, we've had a couple of people um, with theories on that Carl's not dying. They're all wrong.
1: Yeah, because Scott said he is. <laughs> he is, and,
0: he's, and his father's passed, and he's dying. Yeah, he's dead. So one theory was, which makes no sense, is that the helicopter is people from the government, military, and they have a cure, and they're going to cure Carl. Well, no. Well, unless they have one cure left, they can't cure Carl, otherwise the show's over. Yeah. Number two, Carl is miraculously um, immune. immune. That's not going to happen. That he would be the... No. 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 Because then he would just let himself get bitten all the time. No. <laughs> Number three was that it was a Whisperer that bit him. No. No, because a Whisperer wouldn't have been in the forest for faking eating an animal That's some of the Whisperers do. No. Like, maybe it was a fake walker. No. No, he got bitten.
1: He was really bit. It's happening. He gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> he is.
0: And, and we told you why. It has to advance the plot in a certain way. Yeah. And him being the moral compass... Look, if, if Morgan were to die after being the moral compass and telling Rick we have to work together we have to work together but right now Morgan's like let's kill them all yeah you know so there, there was no peaceful you know Father Gabriel wants everyone to get along too yeah but we don't know how long he's gonna last
1: well he's kinda on his way
0: out alright I want you to talk about this there's a petition going around look petitions really don't usually work
1: no, but I they was... They don't. Boy, was,
0: boycotts. Let's boycott gas stations. It,
1: I was scrolling through Instagram today, and PT Channel, who we follow, I was following his Instagram, and he had this petition up with a link to fire Scott Gimple. So it's. I went to the website, and it says, this petition is meant to bring AMC TV into the spotlight and fire The Walking Dead showrunner Scott Gimple for his actions and unfair treatment of actor Chandler Riggs. Now, as of right now, almost 30,000 people have signed this petition. And no, I was not one of them.
0: Yeah. 30,000 people. Yes. 8 million people watched the show.
1: It's it's a try. It's not, I don't believe it's going to happen ever.
0: Petitions and boycotts don't usually work. No. I don't want to get into that right now. That's not really the forum here. But it's hard to rally enough people to make a dent.
1: But I saw that. I'm like, damn.
0: Right? Because if you're going to rally, if you're going to pump people up, I would be more concerned with net neutrality. And 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 read up on that. Yeah. Rather than whether Chandler Riggs is alive or not on The Walking Dead. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And by the way, we saw him at, at Walker Stalker Con, and we didn't go up to him. No. First of all, I thought he might be dying, and I wanted to use my time wisely. We're running around. Yeah. But two, he had a mullet, and I, I probably would have got, wanted the mullet picture. But he had a big crowd in front of him. We couldn't get He'd, to him. He
1: had a lot of people. He had a, lot a baseball hat on, all his hair up. Right,
0: and we had already arranged for, to meet uh, Cooper Andrews. and uh, Oh, oh we met Negan.
1: Yes, we did. Oh, how did I forget that? We My met Jeffrey God. D. Morgan.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about Jeffrey D. Morgan yes. for a second. You'll see in the pictures that are all over our social media. JDM. So we uh, we ran up to him because they're like, listen, you can get a picture with him. We got to make it quick. Okay. We run up to him. Jamie runs around to, to one side. And I, run <laughs> around, I, I walk up to him on the right side. He puts his arm around me, and he puts his arm around Jamie, and he's a big dude.
1: That's a whole lot of handsome man right there. He's a ha- yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine.
0: That's fine. Uh, well, clearly, in your opinion. Yes. Because in addition to him, him putting his arm around you. You put your arm on his belly. I did.
1: I, I kind of. I had to just touch him with my other hand. You
0: too. were playing Negan like an accordion. <laughs> were, you, were you looking for the ten inch Negan? Uh,
1: maybe. I, had, I I kept it above the belt though.
0: <laughs> you did. But when I saw that. I I didn't see that happen during the picture because oh, I was looking at the funny. camera. You didn't see that. No, but then when the pictures got because they print them right away. Yes. that's so great. Digital that's is awesome. That's really funny. Like so take the picture, print it, and when I was like, oh my god, she's manhandling Negan. <laughs> you know what? In that picture, you know what he's saying? You keep rubbing me like that, I'll make you some spaghetti. (laughs) So check that out also at Walkers Underscore Talkers. Speaking
1: of spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that's a perfect segue. Nice
0: segue, radio (laughs) professional Jamie. Yes. What you got there?
1: Uh, So we did a morning show gift exchange on the Bob and Christine morning show this morning. And uh, our host, Bob. Nice plug. He gave me the Walking Dead official cookbook. Nice. So it no. has Negan spaghetti in there. Nice. The kingdom's uh cobbler. Mm-hmm. It has Carol's cookies and a whole bunch of others. Did we stuff. talk
0: about that? I don't think we did. No. When we met Cooper Andrews, they gave everybody cobbler online when you're waiting to meet him.
1: I I was the only one who ate it.
0: You you went hard for that cobbler. Well, you know
1: what? I was getting hangry. You were. And I wanted to, you know, be really sweet when I met Jerry.
0: Right. So I was like, oh look, there's Cooper Andrews. Let's go meet him. You're like, I, I wanted, don't want to meet him now. I
1: wanted his peach cobbler <laughs> and it was delicious.
0: Yeah. But you they wanted, also have. You wanted Negan's peach cobbler. Uh,
1: yeah, anything. You know, I am Negan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have
0: to say, after meeting him, I'm a quarter Negan. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I felt like I get it. Oh, I get it.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, he...
0: you'd like to get it, but I, <laughs> I, I definitely get. Like, I understand yeah. why people follow him. Yeah. You followed him. He, yeah. he walked away after the picture to, like, go take more pictures. And you were like, hum, hum, hum. <laughs> "He
1: am He is quite delicious.
0: You were about three seconds away from them calling security. <laughs> You're like you had media credentials.
1: Do you know what the last Walker Stalker, uh, someone bit Norman Reedus right on his chest?
0: Uh, how hard did you bite him?
1: And that wasn't <laughs> me. You're like the 10th person that's like, was it you?
0: Oh, come on. Everyone listening to this podcast just went, it was her. Yeah. Yeah. It was Jamie.
1: He had teeth marks. Oh, my God. On his chest. You jealous? Uh, just slightly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did touch his chest.
0: Okay, would you have made out with that girl who just bit Norman?
1: Ew, no. Okay, I'm
0: just checking. That, oh I wanna, God, I do I'm just have gauging some your level. No, of, okay, no. Okay. <laughs> what if she had like his skin in her teeth? Okay. No. All right, okay. All right. all right. That that precludes that that uh, concludes the gross part of our podcast. Yes. <laughs> all right. So what else you got in there?
1: Oh, remember when uh, Daryl went to have uh, dinner at Eric and Aaron's house? Sure. They have that recipe too, and then they have like all their drinks that they make: Alexandria lemonade. Great. They have. I highly recommend Herschel's. It looks healing like a. It
0: looks like a great cookbook. Here's what it I'm, is. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call bullshit on it.
1: Why? There's some real stuff from the show in here. Yeah. I
0: no. I get it. There's probably what 50 recipes. Probably. There's two that like, may, like maybe Carol's cookies. Maybe I'll give you that based on the ingredients she mentions. They have
1: protein bars. Remember those?
0: Okay, but Lori's we
1: pancakes that she made.
0: Okay, but we don't know what to actually use, and this is not no. Negan's spaghetti recipe. Like, come on.
1: Can you just let me think? It is, please. Okay. Because I'm going to make a lot of these. <laughs> Carl's biscuits.
0: Okay. It shouldn't be Carl's pudding. I guess you don't. No, really No, they make do pu- have
1: a dessert section actually, yeah. and Carl's chocolate pudding is. In
0: of there. course it is, because that's what you know Carl Along would make. Along with
1: the uh, peach cobbler. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That was your nickname in high school, wasn't it?
1: Peach cobbler. Peach
0: cobbler. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Walkers and Talkers, here we go. Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 8. How it's gotta be. How it's gotta be. Uh, It starts off with Rick at the Sanctuary desperately trying to call his snipers. Because as we left off in the last episode, he was with the scavengers. They were getting shot at. Well, they start getting shot at. um, And then he dives into one area. And uh, the scavengers run off into another area. Before that happens, though, there's a flashback. And it's Carl... It's right after the Sadiq at the gas station when Rick shot at it at, over his head, and Carl's giving um, Rick grief, and he's he's talking about not caring enough because you didn't do enough to help him. We got to help these people. And uh,
1: hashtag moral
0: compass. Memorial compass. He says, we're, "You know, we're fighting so we can all work together." And Rick says, "You think we're going to pick strawberries with Negan?" And Carl says, "If that's what it takes, finding some way to move forward, that's something more. That's how it's got to be." So, that's that scene. Name of the episode. So, that right there, I'm going, yeah, Carl's dead.
1: Yeah. I knew right there.
0: I'm like, he's making too much sense. Yes. All right. So, Rick and the scavengers are outside the sanctuary, and Jada says, different from picture. Because in the picture, there was walkers everywhere.
1: Yeah, now there's
0: not. Now there's not. Um, so, then the shots start coming. The scavengers run off. Rick dives one direction. They run in the other direction. Perfect timing. Carol and Jerry roll up and rescue Rick in an SUV. They drive off. Uh, then you see uh, Negan in a truck driving, and he's whistling, and he's all happy. So now you know the Saviors have their their vehicles, they're out, and they're coming. Credits. Come back, it's Enid and Aaron driving Oceanside. This is the leaked scene from last week that yep. we told you about. Uh, Enid says, they have to talk to us, right? I mean, after everything that happened, they're going to talk to us. And uh, Aaron says, we have to convince them to join us. And she says, well, we should have brought guns for them or something. And and uh, she says, "I give him my gun." And he, she says, he says to uh, Enid, uh, "No, you need your gun. You know, we're not giving him guns." Yeah. And then he says, uh, "Do you know how to drive?" And she's like, "I drive better than Carl."
1: And the way she smiled about Carl, yeah. I'm like, "It's Carl." Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I think, knowing what we know, that they're putting Enid with Aaron, because Enid lost, will now have lost Carl. Aaron lost Eric, and they're they can, gonna help heal each. They other. They can help heal each other. That's that's where it seems to be going. Which is also why I think Carl's dead because that they're doing that. Yeah. Like Enid and Aaron, all of a sudden, really. Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> you know, BFFs for life. Anyway, so they sh- they 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 referenced the fact that Enid is going to start driving, which they didn't do in the Michonne Rosita scene from three weeks ago, where I called bullshit. And oh oh, in the interview uh, with someone on the uh, from The Walking Dead in next episode of our podcast. Someone else calls bullshit on that scene. You'll find out. You'll find out. Um, okay, so now Enid decides to turn off, and she says, I just want to check something out. Now, again, in the teaser we saw, she's driving off. They want you to think she's up to no good.
1: She seems Shady McShaderson.
0: Like, she's a spy. Yeah. Everyone thought she was a spy for the wolves. Yeah. But she wasn't. And then they was like, oh, she's a spy for the sanctuary. Which she can't be, because she showed up, like, way before the saviors even knew who the survivors were. True. She she acted shady for us. Anyway, it turns out they're driving to a distillery. I guess she knew there was a distillery there. Yeah. Maybe from her time roller skating around the area with Carl. <laughs> yeah. Which will never happen again. R.I.P. R.I.P. Carl. <laughs> Sorry. Um, quick scene at Alexandria. Michonne <laughs> says goodbye to Judith, who's sitting alone by a lake. WTF? What the hell? WTF?
1: Seriously.
0: Def- she's like four years old, she's three like- years old. She's sitting playing with a toy by the lake. Unless she's so young she can't walk, but she can.
1: Oh, she can absolutely walk. And she can actually
0: roll down the hill into the the lake. Bad parenting. (laughs) She can
1: roll down the hill into the lake.
0: And that's when I felt like, okay, maybe Judith is going to die. She'll roll into the lake.
1: No, that would be a horrible death. And
0: then Rick goes, oh, my God, Judith is dead. Carl's daughter. Go get me Gracie. Oh, my God. Replacement, baby. Give
1: me Gracie and Henry.
0: (laughs) Uh, Daryl's walking around like, oh, I think my plan worked. My plan worked. And Michonne says, look, I'm sorry I didn't help you, and he's fine with that. Uh, Carl's sitting alone in his room, writing his father a note crying. We didn't realize what he was doing, but he was basically writing a goodbye note. Yeah. Because at that point he knew he was dying. Again, Carl's dying. Um, he sees an old note from Enid that should just survive should just survived somehow. Uh Tara tells Rosita the plan worked, just like Dwight. She's like, Dow rather. She's like, the plan worked. Look how great we are. Um, Rosita says, uh, great, so we'll finish it like we planned. And then Rosita says, uh, oh, uh, I found some air horns and smoke grenades in the warehouse where they killed those two saviors. And uh, Tara's like, great, we'll take it with us. And she starts piling the boxes on on, on Tara. Um, Those smoke grenades come in handy later, so good thing they found them. They found many of them. Yeah, but there were no other, like, rocket launchers, unfortunately. No. Because you wasted it killing that guy. Yeah. Uh, Aaron and Enid pull up... Uh, in a car and a distillery truck to the Oceanside. They sit outside waiting until uh, nighttime. Then they see someone lurking in the shadows. They split up, and Aaron's behind the truck. Conveniently, they have a truck that you can't see behind. Right? One-eighth bullshit. <laughs> One-eighth. Uh, you hear an old lady say, you shouldn't have come here. Enid, who's never shot a gun, and when we spoke to an oh, interview... Boy. She's like, you know, everyone's got to get involved a little bit here and there. we're like, are you going to shoot a gun? Are you going to like, kill somebody or kill a walker? And she got weird.
1: She did get weird. You'll
0: hear that in the interview. She's like, ah, I'm not sure what I can say, what I can't say, blah, blah, blah. She shoots Grandma Natanya. Shoots her and kills her.
1: She shot Jima.
0: So all of a sudden, they're surrounded by Cindy and the rest of Oceanside with spears because they have no guns.
1: This was not the best entrance for them to make.
0: No. Now, here they're <laughs> asking for Oceanside to help you. He just killed now. grandma. Now he has two theories. One is that they're they're gonna kill Enid for killing their grandma. I don't believe that because Enid needs to find out that Carl's gonna die.
1: Yeah.
0: Need not. to see that remote. They need they need to hook up. Oh. They need to knock boots.
1: He can't die a virgin. Right. It's gonna happen now though.
0: Right. She. They need to. Uh, now here's the thing. If you if you have sex with an infected.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: If they exchange fluids.
1: Ew. Okay. Okay. why... Well,
0: <laughs> You know that that's how it works, Jamie. I, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: I know that. Yeah, I know you do that. <laughs> wrap it up, Carl.
0: Yeah, wrap. That's what I'm saying. Put Double a, bag it. Put a, put a, put a, uh, sheriff's hat on that soldier. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs>
0: put an eye patch on that thing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Think of the possibilities if she was missing an eye. Okay, we oh, move on. Oh my okay.
1: God. Okay, we I said, I, I said that this I know. Explicit. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I said that the gross part of the podcast is over. That is part two he of it. I lied. I lied. Sorry about that. <laughs> Come up with your own hashtags for what I just said. Oh, mother. God. All right. The other theory is that Grandma never would have allowed the Oceanside to help out in the war.
1: And I believe that.
0: And now that she's dead, once they get over that shock of crazy, cratchety old Grandma, they may want to help out. Sidney's wanted to help. Here's w- now, remember my theory. Simon, with the backsliding, I believe Simon killed all the men in Oceanside. Jeez, that's horrible. So Oceanside needs to kill Simon. That's what I think. So, they need to show up, hand them guns, and when, all, when the war is over, that's the guy. Oh, God. And they may think that's Negan, because I'm Negan, you know, the whole oh, I'm Negan thing. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And we know that Simon doesn't kill, because people are, are uh, a resource. Yep. I think it's Simon. Find out about them the backsliding, Simon. Oh, God. All right. So, we'll see what happens with Oceanside. Um, Carl puts uh, Sadiq in the manhole. And uh, Carl's about to climb down in the manhole, and Michonne's like, hey, uh, wait a minute. And then as she stops him, the banging drums. Oh,
1: my God. I had chills.
0: Yeah. This was the scene in the the teaser from the week before. Uh, Negan making an announcement. Uh, Your guards are all knocked out, but we're polite. They will wake up. Again, he doesn't kill unless he has to.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, You lose. It's over. You're all going to line up and work up some apologies. The person with the lamest apology is going to get killed. Then I will kill Rick in front of everyone, and then we move on. You have three minutes to open the gate, or we start bombing the shit out of you. And then Michonne says, they got out. No kidding. No kidding. No kidding. Now, here's what I'm thinking. If they're going to kill the worst apology, and Rick, then Rick should have the worst apology, and then you just kill Rick. Uh,
1: No way, Nick, and he wants both.
0: Yeah, and I think Nick's like, hey, wait a minute. Whoa! You guys are, I know what you're doing. So, that wouldn't have worked.
1: I love how Negan was like, make it a song, a poem. I love that shit. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I like he's going down his checklist. He's like, all right, I want apologies. Worst apologies, getting a killed. And, uh, oh, yeah, I would kill Rick in front of everybody. we would move on. <laughs> and he's checking it off his list. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Carl closes the manhole cover, and they run. He's like, run. Okay. So... It then shows Rick driving a car, Cal driving a car, and Jerry driving the SUV. I assume they're all rushing to wherever they're rushing to. Yeah. Now, they were all in the same car. Not sure why they needed to get into three cars. Except for the plot, Jerry needed to be alone. Why? Side impact bullshit.
1: Yep. Another one. They just did it.
0: Another one. He got T-boned. And everyone was calling t bone bullshit on, on Twitter. Yeah. You just T-boned the fat lady truck, and which, by the way, I did have the balls to call Greg Nicotero out on Side Impact Bullshit. You did. When you hear episode 89, listen for it, because I called him on it. First interview. Then he had a theory, and I called him on that, too. And you'll, you'll see if I won or not.
1: You did. <laughs> I did. Oh okay, spoiler,
0: I won. You guys, So make sure you listen to the next episode. Okay, because it's great. All right. Side Impact Bullshit Jerry. Uh, we go to the kingdom. King Ezekiel's still depressed. He reads a note from Jerry that says, I had a bounce. I want to be there when we win. So Jerry's all like, we're going to win. Oh, boy. I want to be there. Like Daryl and, and Tara. Like, yeah, our plan worked. Yeah. Uh... Did they not watch the show? <laughs> did I know how it's going to happen? Okay. All right. So uh, all of a sudden, uh, Ezekiel hears a crash and some loud noise and an explosion. And then he runs and hides in like a uh, behind a panel. It's the Savior's. Now the saviors have never been in the kingdom before. They made it a point to say that. That Ezekiel bargained with them not to come in. And that's why they had that meeting place.
1: That side drop off.
0: So somehow, uh, on Twitter, one of our listeners called quarter bullshit. They seemed to know where to go. Well, they I'm knew sure their they way around.
1: Knew where it was. Well, they didn't no, no. the deal not to go.
0: But they didn't know where Ezekiel would be hiding. Like maybe they, you know, like they just ran in everywhere. So they maybe. they rounded everybody up in the town. Jesus and Maggie now. Uh, with a guy named Neil in the back seat and Diane, the, arrow, the bow and arrow girl. Neil, I will refer to now as Star Trek red shirt guy. Okay. If you don't know what Star Trek red shirt is, Google that. But basically, it's the guy you don't know who needs to play the role of the guy who gets killed when they beam down to the planet. Yeah. You beam down on the, on the show when you're not a major character in a red shirt, you're dying. Yeah. So, there's a tree in the middle of the road, which is the savior's trick. That's what they do. Maggie says, it's them. Something happened. She tells the other cars behind her, there's a big caravan of hilltop cars. Turn around. Too late. They're surrounded by a ton of cars. It's. Uh, it looks like they're being pulled over by 30, 40 police cars. Yeah. And then a truck pulls up in front of them. The back door opens, and bloody Jerry rolls out.
1: They and literally roll him out on his face.
0: Yeah. Now, you asked if you wanted to know if that was a stunt guy, but he said on Talking Dead that it was really him because the first time they shot it, his pants fell down, and he mooned everybody.
1: Yeah. That looked like it hurt, too.
0: It did look like it hurt. Hmm. Now my question is, when they were getting pulled over by the saviors, why wouldn't you all jump out with your guns and start shooting people? They just stopped they're like, oh, they're pulling up alongside. This is nothing we can do. Uh, You're at war. Y- y- all right. at war. Yeah. So Simon gets out, some guy named Gary puts a gun to Jerry's head. Simon gets out of the truck, uh, walks over to Maggie, puts a casket on the roof of her car. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Uh Carl's telling Alexandrians they need to get Get the guns and get away. Uh, we just need to survive the night. Gavin at the Kingdom, the whole town's rounded up. This is a great line. He says, "You guys could have played along, but you had to order off the menu. <laughs> couldn't just he said couldn't just play order what went. He goes, couldn't just order what's on the menu. You had to order off the menu. He says, now you're all gonna have to eat shit.
1: And I'm gonna serve it to you.
0: Yeah, you all belong to Negan. Everything you produce belongs to Negan. In addition, all able-bodied people will be taken to the sanctuary to repair it." And we'll be here. We're going to live here. Hang our hats here. But the whole time Gavin's talking to them, it seems like he doesn't want to treat them like crap. I
1: do know. He was like, don't make me do this. Right. Like, he was hemming and hawing.
0: And then I wonder, well, how did Gavin get to be a, a lieutenant if he's such a puss? Because, because if he was a lieutenant under Simon, if we believe Simon was in charge at one point, Simon wouldn't have tolerated that. And Maybe he likes him because he, he respects the value of human life and doesn't want to kill. Maybe that's how Gavin got promoted. He may
1: be it, a puss, but he's still doing what, what he has to do.
0: Right, but he doesn't kill people. He'll punish them. Yeah. He's not trigger happy. Yeah. Like, he was mad that Jared killed Ben. Yeah. So, oh, spoiler, Ben's dead. Yeah. Uh, back to the hilltop. He tells Maggie, you know the drill. Everyone needs to hand over their guns. Ga- he says to Gary, shoot that beautiful bastard if anyone tries anything. Jerry's a beautiful Aww. bat. He did not look beautiful. He was all sweaty was and all bloody. bloody and... Yeah. Uh, back to Alexandria. Um, Negan says, Rick, now I see you've got to go. Scorched earth, you dick. <laughs> Carl stands up on the fence and he says he's not home. Negan says, look at you. Carl says, my family's in here. There's kids in here. And Negan says, that breaks my heart. There's kids at the sanctuary. Like, you guys attacked. You didn't care about them. We even had a little baby at one of the outposts. I wonder what happened to her.
1: Hashtag baby Gracie. There you go.
0: None of this shit's fair, kid. You know that. You had to kill your mom. No, he didn't really oh, kill. Oh, man. He, he didn't kill his mom Learn. out of, like, he had, to, he had to put her down because she was going to bleed out from die a difficult anyway. childbirth.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't like he's like, oh, my mom was a pain in the ass. So I killed her. <laughs> so Carl says, we can stop this. Work this out. And Negan says, oh, yeah? Your father said everyone else had an option, but I had to die either way. Everyone else got a choice. So, no, that's not the way it's going to work. Now, at this point, we didn't know Carl was bitten. So, we're like, oh, Carl's ballsy.
1: Yeah, I was like, damn.
0: Carl's going to get himself killed. But that's not what happened. Um, Carl says, kill me. Negan says, what would you say? He said, if there has to be punishment, kill me. I'm serious. And Negan says, you want to die? He says, no, I don't. And he goes, it's going to happen. So he knew at that point. Easter egg. He slipped that in. But I will, if me dying can stop this, if it can make things different for us, for you, for all those other kids, it'd be worth it. Is this the plan? Is this who you wanted to be? And Negan was speechless. Because he really spoke to him. He was like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. This isn't what I saw. I was a school teacher.
1: Yeah. Who liked kids.
0: Yeah. So... At that point, you're like, wow, maybe he's talking uh, Negan down. So the plan that Carl came up with was that Daryl and a couple of people would drive all the vehicles out the back, make it look like the entire town left.
1: And then Carl was the distraction right. there. Right.
0: Meanwhile, they're all in the uh, sewer. So Dwight and uh, Tatnek, what did we say her name was? Laura. Laura. Tatnek. I like Tatnek. 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 Are guarding the back exit, the back gate. And uh, Tatnick says, it won't be enough to stop them. We should have brought the trucks. And Dwight's like, yeah, it'll hold. Boom! Daryl comes bashing oh through my God. with the truck. There's that. They go right through. And then so then uh, Daryl and the rest of them jump in their cars and head after them after a few seconds. Uh, Negan, realizing what happened, that car was being a distraction... He says, was all that a ploy? I thought you and I were having a moment, you little asshole. <laughs> I love that. Right, but that's oh. genuine. Like he was he really thought they were having a moment. Like maybe Carl was talking to him and making some sense. And
1: Carl just played the shit out of him there.
0: That's why I'm sorry that Chandler Riggs is leaving the show. Spoiler. Because I feel like that relationship would have been interesting.
1: I would have loved to have seen that relationship play out.
0: I feel it's like somebody else could have played the moral compass. I feel like somebody else could have been the like, die for the sake of making an impact on Carl. Yeah. Now, not Michonne, because she's the badass, you know, swordswoman, but someone else. Again, I don't think they thought ahead. I think it was a spur-of-the-moment ratings thing. Hmm. I think he changed his mind. I don't know. Because I would have killed, I would have had Morgan be the more, I would have had Morgan who already walked off, walked away. I would have made Morgan be that guy. Yeah. To tell Rick, try again. But I guess it had to be the guy... Like I guess he had to love Carl What's enough
1: hurt to honor Carl.
0: He had to honor Carl, I guess. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, let's see. So back to uh, uh, Negan. He orders his men to firebomb Alexandria. Flames everywhere. The church blows up. And you see Carl limping away. At that point, again, we're thinking, maybe he got hit by some shrapnel. Yeah. Why is he limping? Why does he look like crap? Why is he, Why like, is he
1: sweating so much? Sweating
0: sometimes? like that, yeah. Yes. Back to Gavin, he says to the people in the town, I need Ezekiel to answer for all this. Do yourselves a favor and tell us. He's got to be here somewhere. There are rules and he broke them. Give him up or this moves into something traumatic and I don't want this. There are kids here. They don't need to see this. Again, don't make me do this. I don't, do I don't it. want to do it. Fine. Come on. I don't want to get blood on my shirt. Come on. He says, You have five minutes. At that point, you see King Ezekiel in the background sneak off. He's up to something. Maggie at the Hilltop uh, Caravan, she says to Simon, How'd you get out? Simon says, Three guesses, and then just tells her, because we figured it out. Um, and he basically implied that Eugene helped. Yeah. And uh, the kingdom is, he says, The kingdom is getting its innards splayed out for all the world to see. He said, The saviors will soon be taking possession of there and Alexandria. But Hilltop, the farmers, it's your lucky day. You've been chosen to keep producing. Gregory made a fool out of me, so I'm hoping you, Maggie, are the one to make things right. Now, Simon tells her it was Eugene. We're going to get to this later. Dwight says it was Eugene. Yep. I believe that Eugene may have had a plan, but I still think it's because the walkers had come inside where they could ambush them. Oh, 100%. That Eugene was able to say, why don't we go out the side door? Yeah. I think the plan was based on the fact that Daryl screwed up. So, I don't think it was all Eugene. I think it was based on what Daryl did. If Daryl
1: didn't do that, they wouldn't be out.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm picking up
0: what you're putting down. But, <laughs> would you pick that for me, please? My, my back hurts. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Simon says, Eugene, he helped us get out of the, of the masses, and now our men are leading the rest of the herd. He says to Maggie, this can go two ways. I can kill this likable gent. He must mean Jerry, because he's likable. Oh. On his knees over there drag you out of this car and put you in this box and you will not suffocate like Sasha. We will take you to Hilltop and kill you in front of everyone. and drag you back to the sanctuary and put you on a spike. Then lead the herd to the Hilltop and pull off the same move your people tried unsuccessfully at our place. Or two, you turn around, go home, start watching, watering the sorghum and yeah, we're going to have to kill one of your people. So then Simon spins and fires his gun. At that point, did you think he fired at Jerry?
1: For like a hot second, I thought, oh, no, and then I realized, oh, like, no, it's not going to be him. He it's...
0: shot Neil in the backseat. Yeah. Red shirt Neil. Yep. Dead. Splattered. Good thing they put one guy in the car we didn't know.
1: Yeah. Neil. Eighth the
0: bullshit. Uh, Maggie says, you don't need to do any of that. I just want to ask you a favor. I'd like that box to take home to bury Neil in. Simon says, all right, we have an agreement. Uh, we'll talk about this later in the recap. At this point, Maggie knew what she was doing with that box. She's She's badass. badass. Yes. All right. Eugene wakes up in his bed. He's drinking again. He's crying. He can't sleep. Uh, Carl's Carl's wandering around Alexandria, smoke everywhere, and it looks like Sadiq is looking at him through the manhole. Yep. But he didn't come up and help him at that point. Uh, Tara says she's with uh, Michonne, Daryl, and uh, Dwight. No, I'm sorry. um, Rosita in the trees waiting to ambush the Saviors. And uh, Tara says, they didn't get out because of us, because of what we did with the truck. I don't know. Maybe they did. So she's not sure now. She's thinking maybe that maybe we're the reason. So they're up in the trees. They hear the saviors coming. They throw a smoke bomb into the road. Tatnek tells Dwight to stop. You're leading us into a trap. Tatnek. Dwight, who wants to lead them into a trap, drives them right into the trap. And the four of the survivors start shooting at them and killing, uh, ambushing them on the road and blasting them with, with uh, automatic weapons. Uh, Dwight starts shooting them, his own men.
1: Yep. Kills them
0: all. He kills them all. Except uh, Tatnek. Tatnek. Now, in the comics, Dwight does the same thing, but he's inside Alexandria. Yeah. Because in the comics, Andrea's there, because she's with Rick, and Carl, and some other people from the... So, they're there. In fact, this is when Holly, who was dating Abraham in the comics... She saucered the place and drove the truck through it through and got captured. Okay. And they put the bag on her head and and so when he first gets to Alexandria, he makes a peace offering and says, Look, I'm making a peace offering. I'm giving you Holly back. Uh, and they take the hood off and the and then Walker Holly bites Dr. Dr. Denise. Denise. Right. It's so all that happened in the comics. So it's much different than what happened in the comics. Yeah. So um so he shoots them on the road. And then Tat sees him and says, it was you. You did this. This was all you. And she shoots him in the shoulder. I mean, I would have shot him in the head, but she can't kill him because then she needs Dwight to tell them to call him off. Yeah. Tell him to stop. Because if she kills Dwight, then they're going to kill her.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So he's like, I can't stop them. And then somehow she manages to run away and get away. Which she could have killed Dwight. Run away anyway. Anyway, um, she says, and oh, another thing, you're the reason why you didn't bring the trucks, because you're in on it. Yep. I knew we should have brought the trucks. All right, back to Negan. Uh, he goes, the convoy got away. Carl has to still be here. Find him, tie him up, don't kill him. I'll be at Rick's house making spaghetti. <laughs> I guess he's got the cookbook. Yeah, he does. All right, let him know when, uh, let me know when uh, Rick shows up. Um, two guys see Carl, they throw smoke bombs, he gets away. Uh, Eugene goes to Father Gabriel and the doctor. I guess they're all still there at the sanctuary. He tells the doctor that Gabriel's mission is to return him to the hilltop to deliver Glenn and Maggie's baby. He says the guard on the north side is out of commission. He's not dead. He he's uh, slipped a laxative into his coffee to induce diarrhea. Basically, Ooh. he's gonna crap his khakis. <laughs> oh
1: my
0: god! <laughs> and Gabriel says, "Why?" He, he says. So Eugene says, "I plan on sleeping tonight." And Gabriel says, "Come with us. It's not too late. They'll take you back." Eugene says, oops, I seem to have dropped keys to a vehicle outside the north gate over where the guard isn't. Gabriel says, you're doing the right thing. And Eugene says, as I said before, that's debatable. And Gabe says it isn't. And then Eugene leaves. He's not leaving with them.
1: No, he's not.
0: Uh, The kingdom. King rolls out barrels of gasoline, lights it up, big explosion. The saviors run to see the explosion. Uh, The king comes barreling in with a school bus. A woman grabs Gavin's gun from him. What's her name, Tabini, Tabita? Nabila. Nabila, there you go. Um, she grabs the gun, runs away. Carol tells her, go meet me at my old house.
1: Two miles away.
0: Yeah, it's the, the floral house with the white fence. He goes, we'll meet you there. Uh, Ezekiel had to grab the chain out of the school bus and he sees Carol and he says, save them the way you saved me. And then closes the gate, locks Carol out, chains the door, locks himself in with the saviors. Oh, geez. Who then proceed to punch the crap out of him, knock him out. Yeah, they did. Uh, back at the hilltop, Maggie is pissed. When they get back there, uh, she runs up to the captured Savior's pen. Gregory begs her, "Margaret, I don't belong in here. I get it now. Let me out. Shut up." <laughs> then she she points to Dean and says, "That one, get him out." And uh, she says, "Kel, give me your gun." Uh, and then Savior Dean comes out. Dean's the guy who was in the in the uh, hiding in the closet, peed his own pants.
1: Yeah, that thre- that almost killed Tara and Jesus.
0: Right, but he was faking it. So we don't like him. He's he a prick anyway. A guy. So Maggie says this one tried to kill you. Not sure how she knows that. Maybe he must have told the conversation. They
1: told him. Tara said. Something. Right
0: then, the guy that we thought was Dylan, who's going to be Dante from the comics, I'm pretty sure that was Dylan. He says you don't want to do this to Maggie, and Dean turns around and says, "Shut up, Al." I don't know if he thought someone else said it. If Dylan is actually Al, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there's an Al. He says Cupcake wants to put on a show. Let her put on a show, meaning this pretty little sweet thing is just playing a game here. Yeah. Cupcake's put on the show. She's,
1: he's calling her bluff.
0: Well, it was the gun show uh, because boom, right in the face.
1: That was amazing.
0: It was great. And he's like, falls over to the side. Yep. So Maggie says, Savior's killed one of our own and not on the road. We're not e- We're not even, but it's a start. <laughs> Nailed it, right? It sounded like now, Maggie that, was actually that,
1: here. That was so hot. <laughs> start fortifying the walls.
0: Bury Neil in the morning. Start two new crops to Jesus. He says, I thought we don't give up. And she says, we don't give up, but we have to be ready. It'll be up to the hilltop to make a last stand. Maggie walks off, and you see her crying like, I had to do it. I had to be tough, but that's not really who I am. So then we go back to Dwight sitting in the road, holding his arm. He's in pain. And he says, it's over to Tara, Rosita, Daryl, and Michonne, who are now surrounding him with their weapons drawn. Dwight says, "Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I made sure you guys could get out. I drove the convoy right up to your roadblock. I can't go back. I can't go back to the, the sanctuary. Tat neck got away. Now he didn't say Tat Neck. He me. said, yeah. She's going to tell them. Now, did you think for a second they were going to kill him? Because Daryl and Tara said, we're killing him. Screw him.
1: Um, I knew they weren't going to do it yet. I know it's coming, but right now.
0: That... I'm not sure it's coming.
1: Well, they want to, but at that moment, no, I didn't think right. they were going to do it.
0: So Daryl says, how'd they get out? Was it what I did? Now. If it was what he did, and you're Dwight and you don't want them to kill you, you don't want to upset Dwight at that point. Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Right? You don't want to upset it. You don't want to upset Dwight either, but you don't want to upset Daryl. He says, it was Eugene, which was the right thing for them to hear. Yes. He says, Look, I can still help you. I know how Negan thinks. I want you to win. I want Negan to die. So Daryl reaches for him like he's going to pick him up, and he grabs his vest off of him that he's had now for two seasons. Hell yeah. And then Rosita walks over to him, and you think, Rosita's going to kill him. And she helps him up. Yep. All right, back at the hilltop. This is badass. Maggie writes a note on Neil's casket. We thought it was Neil's casket. She writes, we have 38 more. Stand down. She put the savior in the box. That
1: is awesome.
0: She knew the whole time that she asked for that box that she was going to go back and kill one of them.
1: That's amazing.
0: And then she tells her people, leave it where they'll find it. Now, 38 people. I don't know how many people Negan has left. All the outposts are dead. For 38 people, That's it's like... That's a good chunk. It could be the same amount of people as he has. It could be twice twice his number. Yeah. Jared has to die, though. Oh. 37's yes. enough. You could leave 37.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. At the kingdom, Gavin's beating up Ezekiel. He says, I feel bad about... I felt bad about the kid, too. Meaning Ben. I didn't want this. I liked you. Morgan's outside the fence listening in. We still don't know yet, and I'm assuming when the season comes back, we're going to see what happened to the snipers when the uh, saviors got out. Yeah. And I think we're also going to see that Eugene's plan involved working off of what Daryl had done. That's my theory. Because Eugene didn't have a theory when they were surrounding them. No. Um, the five of them now with Dwight get to Alexandria, Tara, that whole group. They go down in the manhole. Dwight turns to Michonne and says, I'm sorry, I am. He seems genuine. Yeah. Like you shot Dr. Denise in the eye, you were being a prick. But, you know, your life's on the line, he burns your face. Yeah. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I
1: don't
0: know. He did seem genuine. Yeah. Uh, Michonne doesn't want to climb down. She wants to run into uh, Alexandria and see what she can do. Uh, Inside, we see uh, Rick with a rifle looking for Carl and Judith in his house. And Michonne, Negan jumps him and starts threatening him with Lucille. I'm going to kill you in front of everyone. Yeah. And Rick says, do you ever shut up? Negan's like, nope. Oh, my God. He says, you know, your uh, your boy volunteered to die. I like him. I'm going to fix him and make him one of my top guys. At this point, Rick got pissed. Um, he says, so Negan says, I'm going to make, and he bashes Rick to the ground, and he says to Rick, I'm going to make sure nobody tries to do what you did. In other words, I'm going to keep everybody, crush everybody so that nobody rebels like you did. Rick grabs some kind of urn, some kind of gold thing, bashes Negan in the face, grabs Lucille, and then rather than swinging a baseball bat like a, like a baseball player, and he's like bashing his head in, he kind of pokes him with the handle, I'm calling bullshit on that. And then Negan says, don't you ever touch her. (laughs) Just like that. And he grabs the bat back. Rick sees his python on the floor, grabs it. Negan, at the same time, runs into him, pushes him out the window. And then he runs away. Negan walks over to the window, watches Rick run away. Literally ran away. I know you're looking for Glenn. I get it. You're worried. I totally get it. Shoot him. Shoot him. Why don't you shoot him, bullshit? Michonne cuts a Walker's head off whoosh, with the katana, and then some savior grabs Michonne. It's like, oh
1: damn, she. Went, Everyone's
0: dead because of you. You're gonna die, brother. Even like Hulk, Hulk. She smash smashes at him. him against the wall, spins around, gets him in the eye, and then kills him a hundred times. She did Berserker rage, <laughs> like Wolverine, <laughs> Hilarious. Like, like the Punisher. By the way, if you liked Shane John Bernthal, he's great in the Punisher. Yep. I didn't love the Punisher, but he's great as the Punisher on Netflix. Alright, enough about that. little plug. I don't get paid for that. Not a sponsor. <laughs> um, she takes Rick down to the sewers. Everyone is there. Judith is there. No sign of Carl. Rick sees Sadiq and Sadiq says, I brought him here. They look at Carl. He's sitting there in a lump and he pulls up his shirt and he was bitten in the belly. So now, and then uh, we know Carl's going to die. Great camera work. Pulls out. Kind of haunting. It was,
1: yeah, it really was.
0: Scenes for next episode. Rick buries Carl. Um, Dwight tells them, hey, they think everybody ran off in the woods, so we should be good in here. Because Negan thinks everyone was in those trucks. Yeah. But they never left. I don't know how they're going to rebuild Alexandria, by the way. Now it's full of walkers in the scene. Uh, It looks like Carol is rescuing King Ezekiel from Gavin. And it looks like Rick's... uh, So Negan's talking to Rick on a walkie-talkie, and he says, talking about, you know, who's dead already. Who's next, Rick? You know, what's next? And Rick says, You're next. So they haven't... He's
1: never going to stop.
0: Never going to stop. I Well, we believe...
1: can stop, won't stop.
0: I believe if Tatneck goes back to the kingdom... I'm sorry, the sanctuary, and rats out... Dwight. Dwight. I believe that Negan is going to find that cassette that yeah, Eugene that's has. That's what
1: that Eugene recorded. And
0: then Eugene's going to be in big-ass trouble. Ooh. So w- where I thought that that cassette could have gotten Dwight in trouble, I believe it's going to get Eugene in trouble. Another episode of Red Machete... That's the uh, webisodes, and in this one... Can we uh,
1: say? I don't think I uh, should say. No, but if they saw the episode... Okay,
0: it's up to episode seven, I think, of Red yeah. Machete. It's the story of how the red machete that Rick uses to kill Gareth ends up, the, the the journey it takes. Yeah. And this episode ends with a character from the main show that they must have brought back, paid him to get dressed up yeah. and grow his hair, whatever. He looks like from the episodes. He does. And I don't want to give it away. Watch Red Machete on AMC, YouTube. Go watch it. I know you're busting. No spoilers. We'll talk about it next week. Well, we'll we'll talk about it eventually. You can tweet it if you want. Uh, Talking Dead, Kari Payton, Scott M. Gimple, Avette Nicole Brown. Um, Let's see. Uh, Yeah, and they talk about when Carl was bitten, which is episode six. They did a poll. Was it wrong for Maggie to kill Dean? 95% said no. Absolutely kill him. And then, oh, oh, I got to get one of these. Someone wants to buy me one, that's fine. Uh, 855 Dead Live t shirts.
1: Oh, I saw they're that. They're so cool. I want one. And a
0: Chris Hardwick Talking Dead pop doll. Um,
1: I'm really upset because I went on the website to buy the pop doll and it is sold out. Oh. And I heard him say they're not making any more yeah. as of right now.
0: So it's the website is ID10T.
1: Basically, like idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like idiot, but it's ID10T.com. Um, and then, this, okay, so the show comes back February 25th. We have uh, two episodes of our show, 89 and 90, which are interview episodes. Again, I've mentioned this before. When we recap an episode, it gets a really a lot of listeners, right? When we do an interview podcast episode, it gets like two-thirds as many listeners. You gotta listen to these interviews. It's so
1: worth it, we promise.
0: They're really fun, and you find out stuff, and I, we have fun with them like we know them. Yeah. Because we kind of do now.
1: Yeah.
0: Like we're a little podcast, but we're, we're getting. They knew
1: us, and we're even getting big guests. Cooper Andrews actually wrote on my, as you call it, my placemat. He wrote, he fu-
0: yeah. What do you say?
1: Thanks for, the, thanks for the chat.
0: Nice. And he follows me on Twitter now.
1: I'm a little jealous
0: yeah. of that. I know, yeah. So uh, Alvaro follows us, Carlos yep. Navarro, and Daniel Newman. Yeah. We played Daniel. I love him, Kenny. by the way. Emily Kinney follows us. Who
1: played back So we're getting there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so there's no new shows, Preacher, Fear the Walking Dead. So uh, we'll get you through the holidays with the two interview podcasts. We'll put one up next week, one the week after. Yep. Or uh, the week of the 18th and the, and Christmas week, we'll put up a little Christmas present, our interview with uh, Caitlin and Abraham. Yes. And then we'll play all the IDs for you when we come back. So have a great uh, New Year and uh, happy, everything. happy everything. And uh, it's time. What time is it? Well, it's time for this not to crash again. Oh,
1: yes, please. So far, so
0: good. (laughs) Otherwise, we'll record it for the third time. But it's time time to to shut shut this this shit shit down. down.